We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Welcome back to another episode of Hard Reads. I'm multitasking and playing Fortnite at the same time because I need to finish discovering all these hotspots. I'm TK Breezy. This is Aussie. Aussie, how you doing? Bro, you sound like a gamer right now, man. You're, you're going hard at that. Is, so, is that so you're doing Fortnite? Is that that's episode two or two or I, I know nothing about Fortnite, so that's a it's, sequel. Uh, like set, it's basically set two, so they're like, okay. They, they, How are you doing? I am. There's 17 people left. I've killed two people. I'm God. Um, the other thing though is like what we're talking about today. So guys, we just came back. I just came back from Summit. Uh, so we'll be talking about a decent amount of Summit today. If you guys did not watch Summit, I think you missed out on some great shit. Uh, also at Summit, uh, brought up another. And it brought up another point of interest to me, and that was like friendship versus competition. Because, and this is mostly based off of just Esam in general. But uh, there's been some very salty moments with Esam as of recent, with like you know players and kind of being salty about like them not, you know, I guess not benefiting him as a player or some shit like that uh, in multiple as like you know multiple situations. Like one, he had the thing with Cosmos where Cosmos was on his team, and he and Cosmos didn't help him get voted in. And then at Summit, uh, I guess he had asked. Um, Sam sort of play so like you know he could like practice or whatever uh, because, and then Sam sort of found out he had to play mute and so he was like no I'm not going to play you you know I'm not going to help you out against mute right so then he goes on to lose the mute in a game 5 situation which there's another thing we have to talk about that but we'll get to that when we get to that uh, and I think I had one more topic uh, once one of the every, I think we're supposed to do a Q&A at the end so if you guys ever have any questions uh, today's the day to ask them even though we usually like you know look into the questions in general anyway so mm. yeah a lot of good stuff to talk about bro Anything i didn't, I didn't talk about that by the way because i feel like you uh, maybe i missed something on the other side since i was at summit for an entire week no dude there's nothing uh i was i mean osnyc did some stuff a uh, brand new venue over there but th th that's more of a local thing yeah 
Um, but so Summit, like I didn't even know about the CCM drama. Was this on Twitter or was this in person or like? This was in person. He got on the mic okay. and he was like, uh, right after he lost the mute, he got on the mic and he was like, you know, Sam Sora, uh, you're a bitch for not playing me or whatever, right? And Sam Sora like, was like, look, man, you lost. You got to hold that. But it, it was... It was a big thing, and I'll like explain the whole situation a little later. But it was it was one of those things where it's like I understand why. Like Ethan's my boy, you know. what I'm saying I fucks with mm. him pretty heavy, but I do understand why people don't like him at times. And it's little issue issues like that where it's like, dude, come on, man. Like, why did you just take the loss and, and move on? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's in all honesty, like Sam Sora doesn't have any right to have to play him. He, there's no obligation for him. Yeah. If he chooses to, he's just helping me Sam out, which is a, a homey move. But, you know, he's friends with Mute, so there's that whole shipping and competition. So it, 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 what are your thoughts on that? Like, like should Sam Sora feel obligated to play with him? Because I feel no, like no. Yeah. yeah, but the thing is, like, so Sam had, like, two arguments here. So it was, like, uh, okay. he, he was, like, okay, like, in a normal circumstance, okay, I would not, you know, if you if he knew how to play Snake and Sam Sora had to play against MVD and it was regular tournament, he was, like, I would not help out Sam Sora. And I was like, okay, but like, what's the difference between doing that here and in Summit? Because Summit is still a tournament. Like, I mean, you know, invitation or not, you, there's still a bracket. This shit still counts for PGR stuff. Like, it it matters. And I'd, I'd argue to say it matters more than playing someone in a regular tournament sometimes, depending on how big the tournament is. Uh, especially with the, with the amount of money that was put on the, on the line. So, like, even just going to Summit made you money, basically. Yeah, you uh, go zero six or whatever, and you, you uh, still get some yeah, money. I mean... I think that's what happened with our thing. I'm pretty sure he went, he didn't win a single set or, or a game and he still made some decent money. So mm-hmm. shouts to our thing. I mean, I know that he wanted to win some games. Just unfortunate that he, he was like, he was only, he was like, there was like a lot of close games where I feel like he was one uh, confirm away from actually taking the game and he just didn't get the confirm. So it was like, oh, rip. But um, yeah, man, I mean, you just make money for going to Summit. And I think that it, because it's just top player versus top player all oh, like back to back, that it, it's not, I won't say it's counted for more, but it definitely seems like a harder thing to uh, accomplish. You know what I'm saying? Like to just beat top players back to back to back, like uh, until you win. Shouts to MKLeo for doing it again, by the way. But, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, there's, there's so many benefits to going to summon as a player, right? Because yeah. not only do you get like the exposure and like, you know, people get to see your personality and you can try to like brand off of that. Yeah. The more important thing for a lot of players is that it's a grind fest. Like you, the people, people always feel like they level up after summit because you're playing nothing but top players. Like imagine yeah, if you true. had that for like a like month. I'd be leveling up, I, I dude, I leveled up as just playing like you know, I played void most of the time. Yeah, but, I mean, he taught me, he showed me a bunch of shit about Sheik that I wasn't doing. So you know, like delaying my nair to get combos, delaying my fares, or fair being 100% ultra safe. So. Bro, that's why I like going over to the Nairos because like I feel like I level up a little bit once I'm over there. But I'm I gotta go back over because you're just playing a top player. Like even someone of the caliber of Nairo who's like almost messing around with certain characters, he still like yeah. knows what he's doing. Like he he'll expose your bad habit. Nairo's fucking nice. Yeah, man. I he got third. I, I, man, like I, I wanted Nairo to pull it all the way again. But I, it, it, I think I think we're we're too biased for Nairo. Like yeah. I feel like every time he shows up, yeah. he's just like you know. I think I want Nairo to win. So yeah, that's fair. Honestly, <laughs> it, I, I, I mean he's like he's the people's <laughs> champ, basically. Yeah, exactly. You know, it, it, I wouldn't maybe not on the same line as like Mango from Melee, but very very close to that. You know, people he's close. Not many people. Not many people dislike Nairo winning. You know, no one will ever yeah. complain about Nairo winning. I mean. 
Well, if you want, I think that you know what it is really. It's like once you start winning too much, that's when people stop liking you, and that's yeah. that sucks. That that's like the thing is like, oh, this guy's been winning way too much. That's not anything though. Yeah. Like, yo, bro, check it. But uh, MK Leo like was, was an example of a player that. <laughs> Wait, I'm, bot killed it's you? Top three, and there was a bot still in it. Like that's that's crazy. MK Leo as a player. <laughs> I'm listening. Go ahead. Okay. <laughs> MK Leo as a player, you know, back in Smash Four when he was being discovered, it was like he everyone he was the underdog. Everyone liked watching him win, and especially when he was proving himself. People yeah. you know, were kind of shady at first because they thought they were, oh, he's overrated. But then when he got some wins at Gommel and they proceeded to beat Zero and getting first place at certain tournaments, it's like, oh, wow, MK Leo's hype. You know, he's playing Marth. That's hype. And then Ultimate comes around and he starts winning everything and because he's like the new Zero of Ultimate. And yeah. now, like, he, he goes from being the protagonist to, like, I don't, I wouldn't say he's a villain, but there's definitely a lot of people that don't like him winning, you know? Yeah, I, that, that's such a weird thing to do is like he's the best player in the world you're expecting my man to win all the time right mm-hmm. and and uh instead of like it, but you're upset about it for some reason like what is he gonna do just like all right well everyone's mad at me let me just start throwing some games like that's definitely not the wave no because th- th- that's crappy like if you start doing that like th- then it becomes like are we just make crafting a story should we just go into wrestling territory and just craft these stories beforehand you know like no like this is like an actual competition like he's got it yeah and then uh so i was looking at the results of the top eight and i was i was looking i looked at this, i saw you sam got fifth she got mm-hmm. fifth uh zach ray um ended up getting all the way to seventh and i was surprised not to see the buzz in top eight again um, because I thought I thought he was playing pretty well that tournament before. He, um, like, he was like, dude, at the like I won't say at the beginning of the tournament, but like, yeah, uh, definitely early on he was he was definitely kind of slapping on. Yeah, like I, I remember watching him in pools. He was like blowing people up. I forgot who he was playing. Maybe it was just Darfang. Oh, I definitely I definitely could have got that kill. All right, anyway, <laughs> top three, baby, top three. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> All right, that's cool. Uh, so yeah, no, he was he was slapping up pretty early, but I guess um, well, he, I guess he just ran against the wrong people, basically. Yeah, I mean, Samsora was definitely on a tear this weekend, uh, and if it wasn't for MKLeo stopping that fucking uh, run, yeah, I, I he, he, he was won. yeah he would have won it for like I, I think no one else was gonna beat him outside of MKLeo, but I mean, it, when MKLeo did beat him, it was so dominant. It's like all right, well, you can't take anything away from MKLeo. He destroyed this man. Like that was. That was gross. That was gross. Yeah. Oh, another player not in top eight, though. Uh, Tweak, you know, because, you know, he lost to Leffen early on, which was no one called. There were a lot of people going into debt and having to get some financial issues because of the bets placed on that match. Yeah. But also, I mean, Tweak just, he's not doing well with his emotions. Yeah. Uh, And that, I mean, that's actually what's finishing him off more than anything else is that, like, he will take one loss throughout the entire weekend and then immediately just start playing like shit. So, like, that was basically what happened. He didn't even look like, you know, he lost, I think, in pools or, or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then after that, like, I feel like everything just started going downhill. And that was one of the things that Korean actually said is just, like, Tweak, man, he takes his losses way too hard. Sometimes, like, he just will never believe that, like, all right, sometimes I'm just playing bad today, that he just takes it to, like, the most extreme. Like, I am so garbage, you know? And it's like, it's not... It's not like that, man. It's not like that at all. Sometimes yeah. you just 
don't pop and sometimes you do pop so he's always been he's always been an emotional player you know like uh, ever since the smash four days like it it's good that korean's his coach now ever since Mm -hmm. he got picked up by tsm because i feel like that was what i talked to korean about when he was coaching boyd and like some of the strategies that he employed and he said a majority of it is mental like a lot of it's just mental coaching like just letting them know that like you can't get inside your own head and to be there after a set to try to like bring them back out. But when you're too down in there, like it becomes hard. And also as Korean, like who do you, who do you coach in that situation? Like you he left said he just tells them both. He literally just said, he was like, I tell them both. And, and they, they, you know, they do what they want with it. Okay. Thanks. Nice face plant. Uh, yeah. They do what they want with it. So they just, you know, I, this is what he does. There's some of his bad habits and some of your bad habits. And then they do what they want with it. And it looks like left just did a little more with it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. Uh I mean what was the set? I didn't even get to see the set. So what was the set count on that? I I didn't watch it either, but I heard it was 3-0. Which is what yeah. Mm, that's rough. Yeah. And it was, I was there, but I'm pretty sure I went to sleep. Pokemon yeah, trainer like, versus Pokemon trainer too. So yeah. just... got to play Leffin as well. Leffin's is nice. I gotta play Virum as well. Virum actually just goes Charizard the whole time. Went to game five. That was fun. Uh but uh yeah, he's nice. And what then is I played Charizard. I don't know. He loves it though. And then I played a lot of SoCal. I don't ever want to play friendlies with SoCal ever again. Like outside of Korean and, and Void, all SoCal camps, not, not camps, but they're all, they, they don't commit to anything. So SoCal will never make the first move. They'll just stand like literally like two character lengths away from you, away for you to do anything like the entire game. And I'm like, all right, man. I'm uh, they, they used to be the tri state play you know, back good, in the day. Bro, I'm good. Like, they're just trying to play optimally, man. Yeah, I guess so. But I mean, it was optimal. I'm not mad. I just, I was like, damn, I have no patience for this in a friendly. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, up next, though. So as we were talking about, so we're going to go through. Uh, uh, any thoughts on East Sam's commentary style or him going off on Sam Sora? Uh, I have a couple thoughts on a lot of that. First, I think let's let's go ahead and give a shout out to all the players who got, got up there and commentated. Uh, Mars did very well. Light did very well outside of the times where he was kind of over explaining things at times. But for the most part, it was good. The buzz did very well. Leffen always does well. Ethan does did well, too. But there is some stuff, great grievances I had with uh, them. And I actually told them this earlier. So like the second day, him and the buzz were on the couch together with like me, Coney and like someone else. I think it might have been Viram. And uh, they were just like arguing. No, 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 no. Actually, it was me, uh, one other commentator, and my, I think it was Kataro, and then three players. And they were just sitting, continuing to argue over like one interaction that happened like years ago. But it wasn't like with the bomb thing where we were like meme arguing. Like they were like literally arguing about like, oh, well, why did he roll on? Well, he didn't cover it like this. Well, yeah, but he could have covered it like this. Well, yeah, well, he could have did it like this. And this went on for like 40 seconds. So then you miss like five, six interactions. And then so when we took a break, uh, I was like, oh, the buzz, I'm so mad. Like, so we took a break and just, you know how the buzz speaks, but he said it. So he gets up and he's like, well, you know, I think that was a really good commentary block. And I was like, no, it fucking wasn't. I was like, no, it wasn't. And he was like, what? And I was like, you guys just sat and argued over the dumbest shit. And I was like, and Esam, you're not on screen. Stop talking about Pichu or Pikachu. Like no one fucking cares what Pikachu can do in this moment you know what i'm saying if it's if it's lucina versus game of watch and lucina can't get up there to punish game of watch in time or whatever but pikachu can't pikachu can no one fucking cares like it's not time to talk about pikachu right now and he was like you know what you're right you're right so he, he cut it down a little later 
But I just that was something I hate when people do that shit. Like it, it I hate when commentators do the same thing when they're like mm. when they're like uh in this position where they're like, I wouldn't have made that move, or or wow, that was a really dumb option. You know what I'm saying? Like the reason why, why you're a commentator and not a top player is that reason. You like yeah. you you're you're good at you know talking about the game, but you obviously aren't that amazing at making split second decisions like top players. I, and you know, this is just a section for. I mean, these these players are not commentators. That's the thing. Like right. they're just jumping on the mic because it's summit style. So it's like giving them an opportunity, to, you know, to right. try it out. So you know, we can't be as critical towards them because that's not their craft. Ah, I'm gonna be critical because I'm, gonna, <laughs> I'm definitely gonna be critical of Ethan because he wants to be like he he feels like he's the the best player commentator. And usually, I'll give him that. Like he's really good at talking mm. and uh, you know, pointing out situations. But that bringing up your character every chance you get is fucking stupid. Don't do that. Like, that'd be like every time someone used a side B and it didn't spike, I was like, but we fit spike. Like, <laughs> who fucking cares? Like, you know what I mean? Like, no one fucking cares, you know what I'm saying? So I just, it, it's it's bad commentary. Like, that's the only thing I had a gripe with of his was that he, he continued to find a way to interject Pikachu into the game or himself into the game. And I just wasn't, that's not good commentary ever. Uh, other than that, like, he had really good knowledge on the game. So, you know what I'm saying? Can't take anything away from that. Him to Buzz, Mars. Mars, especially during that Pac-Man set, was was amazing. Like, we needed that. Humans have been shaving for thousands of years, and the secret to a great shave? It hasn't changed much. The ancient Greeks didn't flex balls or heated candles, and neither do you. That's why Harry's doesn't overcharge you to add gimmicky features to the razors. They focus on delivering what actually matters, sharp, durable blades at a fair price. I love Harry's because it gives me a close shave, easy glide, low price. Do us a favor and check out harrys.com slash bluewire for your free trial today. Harry's is a return to the essential, quality durable blades at a fair price, just $2 per blade. Harry's is just a super convenient, blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription, and there's no risk to you for trying them out. If you don't love your shave, let them know and you'll get a full refund. Listeners of my show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash bluewire. You'll get a weighted ergonomic candle for a firm grip, five blade razor with a lubricating strip and trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. Go to harrys.com slash bluewire to start shaving better today. The holiday rush is coming. If you sell stuff online, you better get ready with ShipStation. With more people buying online than ever before, you have to be able to ship orders out quickly, efficiently, and affordably. But how do you keep track of all those orders, or decide which shopping carrier to use, or if you're getting the best rates? Luckily, ShipStation can help. With just a few clicks, you'll be managing orders, printing labels, and getting those products out the door, and delivered in time for the holidays. No matter where you're selling, Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings all your orders into one simple interface to making them really easy to manage from any device even your cell phone. ShipStation works with all the major carriers including USPS, FedEx, and UPS, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. They even offer big discounts on shipping costs. Now any business can access the same postage discounts that are usually reserved for large Fortune 500 companies. You'll always know that you're getting the best deal. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice for online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Take the hassle out of the holiday shipping this year. Let ShipStation help you handle it all with ease. Just use my offer code BLUE to get a 60 day free trial. That's two months free of no hassle, stress-free holiday shipping. Just visit ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the page and type in BLUE. That's ShipStation.com. Enter offer code BLUE. ShipStation. Make ship happen. But on the other side of things, we had, you know, the Esam Samsora drama, which is why Esam was pretty much getting memed on the entire time. So there's two sides of the story, basically. Uh, 
so Ethan like wanted to play Sam Sora, right? Because he wanted practice, I guess, into the Peach matchup. But I think, I personally think that he didn't do that just randomly. He did that because he knew he had to play uh, Mute Ace, right? Well, that, so, I, that was what I was under the impression. Right. So he did that because he knew he had to play Mute Ace. So I think Sam Sora didn't know that he knew or that he had to play Mute Ace until after he already agreed. And so when he found out he had to play uh, Mute Ace, he was like, oh, no. I mean, that's my boy. I'm not going to practice uh, uh, the matchup so that you can like get better at it so you can go beat my boy like you should he's already have enough practice anyway he plays enough peaches and he's beaten Mutes before so he doesn't play Esam uh, Esam goes up there pretty much wins the set except for game four where he decides to go for this fucking skydive back air and he kills himself so there's a bonus game and he loses the bonus game so and then he comes downstairs and he's like wow Samsora is a bitch for not playing me because he knew I had to play East uh, Mutes and I, I literally just said, I was like, yeah, but the thing is, it shouldn't even fucking matter because you won game four and you killed yourself. And he was like, eh, well, that's fair. And I was like, yeah, so like all this complaining shit is whack. I, I, I said that shit on the mic. I was like, but you you won that set. Like you you just, you SD'd. So I, I, I have no sympathy. You know, I have no sympathy for you about like, oh, he didn't play me. Like, obviously you knew what you were doing because you got it. You were up 2-1 and you almost got the 3-1, but you, you, uh, you SD'd and then you had to play a bonus game and I guess you got in there all rattled and shit and then you got bodied. Um, so that was ESAM part number one and I think the chat was just like, wow. Like, first of all, you're, you're talking about Sam Sora and like, you know, bias aside, obviously it's my son or whatever, but me and ESAM go back so I don't I don't have no horse in this race. But Sam Sora is like America's sweetheart, especially after pulling that Samantha shit. So that was the wrong time to be pulling up, uh, pulling up on Sam Sora. And then two... There's a level of entitlement that I just don't like. Like, Esam was going around pretty much the entire venue after that saying, like, oh, it's Summit, you know, it's different. It's not different. Like, you're still playing someone that, like, friendship will always beat competition IMO unless you're not that good of friends. That's why Cosmos didn't vote for uh, uh, Esam because friendship is bigger than your sponsor. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like, he has friends that, he, that are not on PG that he would rather see in, right? And uh, if you were to reverse that situation... And Sam Sora had to play MVD. And I, I, I said this earlier, but if you had a uh, reverse situation and Sam Sora had to play MVD, and Esam knew how to play uh, Snake. So Sam Sora was like, yo, I want to play your Snake so I can get ready for MVD. I'm pretty sure Esam would have been like, nah, uh, I'm good. That's my boy. I don't want to give you like some type of advantage on him or whatever like that. Because that is what friendship is. Like, in any other day, you know, I'm like, if you're asking me just random ass friendlies, I'm going to learn the matchup. Cool, but if you're literally asking me to play Wii Fit because you want to beat one of my best friends who's also a Wii Fit main, nah, I'm good. No, we're not doing that. Man, it could have just been like him being having a salty moment because he, you know, he lost a set that he should have won, and so he was just reaching for something to just say in the heat of the moment. And I mean, did he, did he did it feel like he backed up, like he backpedaled from it, or was he still insistent? No, he didn't like backpedal. I think he just he never said it again, but he definitely was going around the venue, kind of taking quick jabs. But oh yeah, man, I will play anybody at Summit because it's Summit. Oh, you know? okay. So gotcha. stuff like that. Uh, also, Steel still has a pretty good point. He said, I mean, you always see Leffen and Armado uh, waiting to or wanting to play pairs who use the same character of their of their next matchup, but I'm sure they don't get salty if people won't play. Dude, the thing is though, they'll play anyone. So like. Even if, like, fucking, <laughs> fucking Levin had to play against Void Sheik, and I'm probably the second best Sheik there because I'm the only one that's still playing him. Hmm. And he, like, 
goes up to Plup. I'm already playing someone else, but I'm like not playing Sheik on the screen, so he didn't ask. But he goes up to Plup and he's like, yo, Plup, you got a Sheik? And he's like, not really. He's like, well, can you just play it anyway? And he's like, sure. <laughs> I mean, they just want to see the character on the screen, man. Uh, Mutant King does the same thing when uh, Mutant King in Melee, like he'll, uh, he'll, he'll purposely, he doesn't care, like even if you don't play the character, he just wants to get used to like maybe even just comboing the opponent and maybe seeing how they DI and reacting, you know? Yeah. Like that's enough. Just like, oh, a refresher of sorts. Yeah. So that was a weird little interaction with, between Samsora and, and Isam. But I think, honestly, I think Isam's public image right now is he's kind of shooting himself in the foot because mm-hmm. like, you know, he is, he is very arrogant. And, like, that's okay because, like, even though he's arrogant, he's allowed to do that, but he'll also admit if he's getting fucked up. And, like, that's so that's like a double-sized sword. Like, if you're if he's bodying you, he's going to tell you he's bodying you. But if you're bodying him, he'll be like, wow, you're bodying my shit. And, like, that's good. But right now, he's starting to look like, uh, a, like a whiner, you know what I'm saying, for multiple right. things. Like, he was whining about the, the Cosmos not voting him, and now he's whining about the same sort of thing. And that's not going to be a good look in the long term, especially when you already have somewhat of an image of being, like, arrogant and brash and people don't like that shit but now you're being arrogant brash and you're whining and that's just a really that's three really bad traits to have on top of each other so well hopefully yeah. it cleans it up for the future because you know how smash is like they forget stuff a lot like i give it like a month as long as he's not in the public image or if he stops talking about it like people they'll forget so yeah like 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 our thing and roach fang like i feel like that might be dropped i'm not sure well well i don't know it's gonna be some time uh, yeah, the, the, especially with the summon chat. You do other thing is fuck summon chat, man. I I I, I never never it, looked at it. It once. was so summon chats are usually trash, but summon chat was like on a different level. It was like I don't know, man. It was like if you brought all the toxicity of Xbox Live back to Smash and then doubled it. That's what the summon <laughs> chat. What? That's what the summon oh. chat was. Oh man! Do you think it's because it's on the Summit channel, so like they're getting all these people from other games? Uh, I think it might be the Summit style, to be honest, man. Mo- there's, uh, there isn't enough toxicity to go around in pools because most people don't watch pools. But you're gonna watch the entirety of Summit because it's just top player on top player on top player. Oh man! So Viren said the only time he went to peep the Summit chaps when he went back to watch the talent show. Yeah, it was fucking gross. Big shout out to Viren, by the way, for uh, being the, being the man's on the couch, man. He was yeah, he was definitely the the, the salmon cowl. The, uh, the talent show to rain y'all in and whenever me and Vera were on the couch i felt like that was the most intellectual commentator couch like when it came up to like just the commentators no players because like we were bouncing ideas off each other the entire time and that shit was lit so when was, once the first block of us being done i was like you know what Vera, i'm getting more blocks with you bro like <laughs> something like the jokes and shit is fun but i'm tired of people being acting like i don't know shit about the game bro uh, because we like to tell a lot of jokes, so I, I need a I need a Viren block where we just fucking intellect off. You know what I'm saying? Frame data's out, theory crafting's out. We doing it all. Your little hats, some monocles. Yeah. You got it. It's gonna be some shit. But yeah. big shouts to Viren. <laughs> big shouts to uh, big shouts to everybody on the couch. To be honest, no, like, honestly, you guys killed it all. Every single one of you. Yeah, I, except I for Kataro, because fuck Kataro. But anyway, <laughs> bro, what is going on between you two, dog? Like, <laughs> That's us, man. This is how me and Guitar are, man. There was a Reddit thread about it. People are like, wow, look at the beef. I was like, nope, that's just how me and Guitar are, bro. Like, like we played Mad Friendlies that weekend. You know what I'm saying? There's no beef between us like that. But people are really like, wow, I can't believe. Oh, man. It's all an act, man. You, you, you pulled the curtain right in front of them. 
So I can't think of anything else that really happened at Summon Out. The skits were amazing. Uh, I'm glad that we got to shoot the Shark King skit. I, I pitched that and they really went with it. The friendly thing, I don't know who pinched that, but that was really that was a really good skit. I as didn't well. see it. I didn't see it. Oh, you got to go back up. It's, it's like a sitcom type deal where they, they pretty much take all oh, like, the sitcom tropes. I, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So Friendlies was good. Um, and uh, the gameplay all together was good. The, the, the auxiliary gameplay stuff for the ping pong competition was funny. Uh, the talent show competition was funny. Uh, and then, yeah, the top players were just really cool, man. I mean, I really got to play a lot of, uh, I really got to play a decent amount of them. Uh, that I haven't got to play before. Like I never actually got to play Leffen, and I'm I'm surprised that he actually wanted to sit down and play me. So that was lit. Uh, but I, play, I spent a lot of time playing Void as well. Spent a lot of time on my Sheik, losing on my Sheik, and then swapping the Weefit Trainer and bodying the shit out of people. I was like, I just don't want y'all to think I'm ass. My Sheik is just not up there yet. Just but give it some time. Playing your secondary. I got you. I got you. Yeah. yeah so, um, yeah. I can't really think of anything else that really happened at Summit that was like worth super really talking about. So Meister. Fucking love Meister. I still hate his gameplay, but uh, uh what's, what's but, wrong like he's actually the homie, dude. Meister, like I, I could, I would hang out with Meister at like just regularly. You know, what I'm saying no smash involved. He's the homie. So I've never actually met him, but I, I, I saw him like on camera, and he seemed like a really cool dude. So yeah, yeah, no, he's he's pretty cool. Oh, the lie detector test thing was pretty funny. I, I'm surprised that they went with Meister instead of Arfang though, because I thought Arfang was more of an easier target. But I think Arfang, Arfang, man, I feel like the entire summit, most of it, he was like really nervous, you know, like not even uh, in his, his gameplay. Like he, I just didn't really see him into a lot of things or talking to a lot of people. But then again, I might have just missed it. So I'm not going to say that was all him. I might have just straight up missed it. It, um, it, it, it could have been like a situation where like, you know, a lot of people are saying he doesn't belong there or whatever, because like, yeah, but it, 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 if he didn't belong there, he wouldn't be there. That, that's how that he proved himself, though. Like he definitely yeah. proved himself. Right at Big House when everyone mm-hmm. was complaining, and he got to his top eight. And it, I mean, he, and again, even though he didn't win any games, he definitely had some very, very, very close games in almost every game that he played. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like he was out there getting three stocked or anything. He just just couldn't close it out at the end. Also, Armada never gets three stock. Don't forget, never, never gets three stock. <laughs> Don't know how he did it. I was so surprised. I was like, dude, how is he this nice? Like, how are you taking this? How are you at like 120 on your last stock? before you take the first stock off someone and then you make it a last stock, last hit situation. Why are you that nice? It's years and years and years of mental fortitude. Never three stock, never three out, man. He doesn't, he, he doesn't know what a zero means. He's like, nah. <laughs> never seen that in my life. Never seen that. Never in my life will I get that. Bro, there was that, uh, there, in Melee, like a couple of years ago, he lost a game to someone that wasn't like a top, like 10 players, top 20 players, something like that for like mm-hmm. the first time ever. And they, it, it, people popped off, even though he didn't lose the set, it, just because he lost the game because he never, he doesn't drop games to people like that. So like, just knowing like that, that's crazy to me. Like the fact that you just like, you never have like a bad day where you lose to someone below a certain level, you know, like that would never happen in Smash 4 or Ultimate, like ever. To anyone, not even zero, like because he's still zero. He lost to people in sets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he definitely lost some sets, but I mean, never. I don't know. It's it's so crazy. So, uh, but yeah, man. I mean, that was that was most of the summit. Mm. The ESAM stuff. Uh, again, you know, it's not the end of the world. Smash players will blow the shit over in like a week, so it doesn't fucking matter. But yeah, I, you, you gotta your public image matters. You know what I'm saying? If especially for someone like player. him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you you can if you want to play the villain role, then do the villain role, right? You know. But if you want to be liked, then you can't pull the shit that he's pulling right now. Sometimes, sometimes some of that shit needs to stay off Twitter. Uh, there was definitely a, a decent amount of salty tweets at the at the end of uh, 
games. I'm pretty sure Mutes also salty tweeted too. Let me let me go back to Mutes' thing. About to go check that out. But dude, we oh, that'd be so funny if Esam just suddenly had like a heel turn and he became a villain. Like that'd be that, that's so random to me because he's always been like that happy-go-lucky guy on the camera, you know. All right, here we go. I decided. Uh, no, 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 no. I gotta find it. I gotta find it. It was way back. Like it was like in pools. I'm officially over. I, yeah, I was hoping that PCM can overcome that Peach matchup, man. Oh, 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 oh. Cool. They ruined it. If you think Game & Watch is fair, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Bro, every month in this game, there's a new character to bitch about. I swear to God. Every oh, month. God. Every month. Uh, he said, was, were people actually upset at light cheating in Mafia? They should have been. Stop cheating. You know, it's mafia, bro. Like that the integrity of a game is ruined. Yeah, you, know, you might as well just open up the Twitch chat or Twitch chat at that point in time and just be like, "I think he's mafia." No reason, just think he's mafia. <laughs> it's just it's literally like, 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 there's nothing on the line. Like you're just playing for fun, like, and you ruin the fun. Like it, yeah. it's like it's like cheating like in an online game that there's no rank points or whatever. You're just cheating for the fun of it. You yeah, there's no point in doing that. I don't yeah. really. That, that that made me tight when I heard about it. What did Light do to cheat? Apparently he was talking during Nights Down, and and, uh, and that was like, he was talking during the Nights Down, and I also think that he was, uh, he, he like looked up uh, at some point in time, or he did, wasn't fully covering his eyes, I forgot. But that was the that was the argument. You gotta ask Leffen about what he did to cheat, but I remember that Coney was upset about it, Leffen was upset about it. Uh, so yeah, it was very interesting. Definitely very interesting. Bro, I was really glad Coney finally got onto a summit, dude. Like, I, I knew he belonged there, like, the second he finally got there. Yeah, I'm trying to make him a... I'm trying to make him another staple. Me and me and EE are pretty much staples for Summit as of right now. Right. Uh, we're like the, you know, the golden childs of Summit. One, because we're never late. Uh, two, because we never get three-stocked. No, we get three-stocked. <laughs> yeah, I've been uh, but EE? EE is yeah he's never late surprisingly and and, and you know he we we do we get we go there we do our jobs we love doing our, our skits and stuff like that so uh you know we as of right now I think we're the summit ultimate golden boys so we'll probably be at almost every uh, ultimate but I want to make Coney a, a golden boy too because he was also never late and he brings something to the couch that I feel like a lot of people can't bring uh, bring so yeah I feel like that because like you two are the only ones that were brought back right from the last one. Yeah, I mean, other people got hit up, but I think they turned it down. Mm. Mm. Uh, why didn't they do the commentator crew battle of anything this time? This wasn't my, that was my favorite part of Summit. To be real, this commentator crew battle would have been way closer. Uh, yeah. Uh, there's no me taking 15 stocks. Like, every all the commentators who we played, everyone, we're pretty much going back and forth. I beat Katara more than he beat me this weekend, but Kony beat me more than I beat him. I didn't beat Verum, uh, but the games were, we had a lot of cl uh, close games. Uh, uh, I beat I beat uh, D1 more than he beat me on only on Wii Fit. Like, he beat all my other characters every time we swapped. So it would have been, that actually would have been a very, very close. Better than the last uh, one. Huh? Better than the last one. Better than the last one, for sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then the only weak link, and I know I, I think I'm shitting on him for no reason, but the only weak link was, was, was EE, who actually spent mad time practicing with Koreans. So I think that he actually would have been a contender uh, if we would have did the commentator crew battle. I'm actually kind of glad we didn't do it, though, because, like, I don't know, man. Like we did it last year, and all y'all did was bitch and complain about how we could be doing anything else. So I'm kind of glad we didn't do it last year, even though it made me look amazing. Literally, everyone was just sitting there like, "Why aren't we watching this at fucking 10 a.m.? Like you want to watch anything else? Like get the fuck out of here." So like yeah. go to sleep, like or go do something with your day. 
Throwing Kareen and slept, yeah. If, if we would have did 4v4 and thrown in Kareen and slept, that shit would have been... That, that was down to the wire. That was down to the wire. Been you guys should have done, like, money matches or something. Uh, like, maybe. you versus Kitaro or something. Uh, nah, man, I think Kitaro sandbags, dude. <laughs> like, I think Kitaro I think sandbags. Because he was playing Snake... Uh, well, I mean, he tried the he tried the Falco, but he went Snake, and I I I was like, dude, I'm a brawl player, man. I love the Snake matchup. There's, and it doesn't matter who Snake it is. I will, I'm down to play it, especially as we fit. As soon as you pull a, a grenade the wrong way, that's a sun salutation in your face right there. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I just I love it. Um, but yeah, man, that's gonna be it for us. I think that's uh, pretty much covered everything we need to cover uh, this episode. We'll have more to talk about next week, and we'll be home for the rest of the week. The only reason we didn't do one last week is because I was at Summit. And even though I had all the material to do such, I just, I don't know. I didn't want to be doing it from the hotel room. So. Uh, it's not fun. It's not fun. <laughs> so. Dude, I hate that matchup. I'd rather play Isabel versus We Fit. Damn. See, yeah, We Fit versus Snake is like, it's it's actually, it's not it's not that bad. Like, especially when, you can kill Snake dumb early with, with Deep Breathe, uh, which is usually a problem for most people is that they can't, you know, they can't kill Snake. Uh, but like you get, you can kill Snake dumb early with deep breathe. And if you ever read, uh, like any type of landing, an up smash will kill Snake at like 100, regardless. So it's it's a really good matchup. Um, but yeah, so guys, uh, if you are tuning in a little late and you want to watch the beginning and catch some of the stuff that we talked about earlier, uh, or catch my Fortnite match, definitely, <laughs> definitely check out uh, Prediction Esports on Apple, uh, iTunes. Uh, and if you have been here the whole time, just give it a click because obviously every click we get uh, gets us more uh, revenue or more chances to bring more stuff to the stream, like giveaways and things like that. So give it a click if you can. Solid Jank will drop the link in the channel. And if you want to watch the video version of it, it will be on my YouTube a little later. So definitely check that out. Uh, Austin, any final thoughts? Uh, none, dude. I, I thought maybe there'd be like a tournament this weekend, but I, I couldn't really find anything. So it seems to... I feel like we're winding down for the year. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, we have, what do we have? Two tournaments. We have two tournaments left, basically. Two big tournaments. And I'm not even sure if you can call it big yet. But yeah. DreamHack Atlanta and then Congo Saga. So that's, that's yeah, those are my last two tournaments for the week, year. And then, you know, we, we hit January hard with Glitch and I think in, into Genesis. So I, if there's something this weekend, it's mostly local stuff. But I don't know anything this weekend that's big that, like, I'd be like, yo, go watch this. So, Yeah. yeah. That's all for me. You got to fix the bot. Wait, what the? Well, you put a. Oh, the bot's messed up. All right. You know what? I got it, bro. I got it. Hold on. I, I got it. Fix up Nightbot real quick. Here we go. Let me let me drop my Nightbot. Let me drop my Nightbot command in here. Let me go. Twitch the breezy. Okay. Let me go ahead and hit hard reads and just copy paste it. Assuming I don't get banned. Hard reads. Okay. Here you go. Oh, the hot copy paste. There you go. Fuck. <laughs> Body. Your message got deleted. He's like, he knew it was not. Oh, I'm timed out for 44 seconds too. All right. No. Well, well, uh, that's gonna be it. I'm not a mod in my own fucking show. Okay. Well, guys, <laughs> I catch you next time here on Hard Reads. Wow. Goodbye.